Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, uh, September the 20th is the uh, federal election, and you're probably wondering, what are you going to do on September the 20th when all the election... Sit around in your PJs, eat peanut butter straight from the jar. So our suggestion is that rather than watching the all the news channels and how they cover it, you can join us at CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com where with an embedded YouTube video, we will be doing a, our own live coverage as the, as the votes roll in and the counts are done. And we've got thousands of listeners on our podcast and about six people actually engage with us on a regular basis so you can be one of those six watching us talk live on the air imagine hanging out with us for a few hours on on youtube live uh, while the while the results roll in it's gonna be a wonderful time you'll get to know us better and you'll see us just struggle to find things to talk about no, while the votes are counted. I don't, and I'm, most of these elections like end in the wee hours of the morning. So are we going to be doing this until 3 a.m.? As long as it takes. Jesus Christ. I will be well caffeinated. I'm going to get a pizza. You can watch me eat pizza. It'll be wonderful. Because I'm keto. Right. Then I'll yeah. get chicken. Oh my God, I'm getting chicken. We'll get chicken. I'm going to have like greasy fingers. And we'll do a podcast with Greasy Fingers. Greasy the Fingers, first, Chicken first, and Cheese, baby. The first time you ever watch an election where the people talking about the election have got greasy chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of, at least. So, Anyway, join us September the 20th, 8pm Atlantic Standard Time we kick off, which is 7pm Eastern Time, and earlier in the day if you live out west. Right. I don't know the exact time zones. <laughs> what do you mean in Canada? I don't know, something, yeah, but just if you just remember, go to our website. If you're like, I want to see the thing doing the, the live stuff, just go to our website. CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com. It's on the front page. There's a holding screen for you to ready to click on it, and we are rearing to go, and there will be chicken. 
Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. <sighs> do you want to do the intro for this one? Me? Yeah. Oh, golly gee. I don't know if I'm ready for that sort of responsibility. Okay. Um, hi. hi. No, I can, I can do it. Go on then, I believe okay. in you. Okay. I on. don't, but I want to watch you fail. <laughs> I know. This is why do we have this sort of relationship? Okay, everyone thinks we're friends. Okay, and I just after every episode, I end up running home crying. Welcome to Canadian Mama. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I can't. Was that just an excuse to get some ASMR in there? <laughs> there we go. Welcome to Canadian politics is boring. Uh, I'm I'm Jesse and this I'm, is Reese. I'm the Reese. You're the the Reese. Or oh, just Reese is fine. No, That's I'm enough. The Reese. Um, you probably you probably heard our ad about the twentieth for the live stream. Yeah, baby. So just just uh, t- write it down. And, 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 be and again, if you want to sponsor us, whoever you are, if you own a company of any shape or form, we will talk about your product on the air. Just because give us, we just are give us at least five of them for free. You, we are cheap and we are easily bought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Literally, no shame. None whatsoever. And you don't even have to pay us with money. You could just pay oh, us we with would food like money. or product. We'd like money, but we will also accept food and or product. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Food is a product, so. I suppose. Whether you can eat it or not, we'll try and eat it. I mean, I, Reese will. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, small talk. How, I, lo- I love how, our relationship, How are Reese. you? <laughs> how are you? He'll call me up just in the, the random like an hour in the afternoon i'll pick up hello he's like small talk time and then he just starts yeah. talking at me yeah, yeah. How about- <laughs> uh I'm you should hear my pillow talk <laughs> does it start by you saying pillow talk always yeah <laughs> um, I don't know. what's going uh, on what's I, going on with you reese um i finished some landscaping in my garden, and then my back hurt. Are you getting old? I am. 37-year-old back hurt. 37. It's not old, man. I'm getting old. Yeah, I've got gray hair. I've got a mole I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I should just retire now. Enjoy the golden years. Whenever I feel old, I may have mentioned this before, Whenever I feel old, at, you do uh, something irresponsible. No, I think of my 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 my, uh, my stepfather uh, Jim, uh, Pappy J, as I call him. He's a really nice man. He reminisces reminisces about. He's a really nice man. He's a wonderful man. Uh, he reminisces about his seventies, about being in his seventies. Wow. And he's like, oh, that was a good decade. Yeah, I really miss my seventies. And I'm like, oh wow. So okay, that doesn't make me feel. That makes me feel quite. Imagine youthful. being so old that you look back on your seventies like it was a distant thing. Uh, but being full of happy memories and joy, that's, that's a good life. Right? He's turning 90 this, this January. and uh, That's amazing. I'm hoping to have a big Are you going to have a big, big, big party? Oh, yeah. yeah. You should. Dancing girls. <laughs> Indoor fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Those are his favorite kind. The laser show? Yeah. Some kind of laser show? Lots of cats. Like cats. in little a blender. cat cannon. Uh, not a blender. <laughs> Jesus, man. What's wrong with you? 
Holy shit, I was going to say like cat cannons that just fire well, so cats a cannon, across the... a cannon's fine. You can fire them up a cannon. You can fire you can't a cannon, yeah, but they're I didn't not, say turn the blender blend. on. Oh my God, man, it was inferred. What the, you, you were... What oh, kind of a sicko puts a cat in a blender and then turns it on? <laughs> it makes a cute picture. Or a threatening one, but that's it. <laughs> there is something wrong with your brain. <laughs> and don't injure animals, they're lovely. Especially my puppy, she's great. Are you asking our audience members to not specifically injure your puppy because animal, she's great? Anim- animals in general. Okay. Yeah. We, yes. Yeah. yeah good. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't feel like we should have to remind our audience members to not put small creatures into blenders and turn it on. Man, that's just Wait, weird and gross. I would rather play it safe. <laughs> If we have an audience member who <laughs> they needs might, to be they might be on a night, they, they might be like, oh, I'm 50-50. Yeah, and then we might, vote. Yeah. we might push them over. It's fine. It's worth it. There's lots of other things you shouldn't do. Yeah, you shouldn't right. drive your car into a, a solid concrete pillar. <laughs> don't, if you were thinking of doing that, that, don't do it. Don't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, your your mind invented this this horrific scenario. Don't, so. drink, don't drink bleach. That's a Even good if, one too. Don't yeah. drink be- bleach while driving your car into a solid brick wall. Yeah. Uh, don't um, don't stare at the sun. Like Trump. Like Trump did. Yeah. Don't yeah. look at the eclipse. Look at the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> don't stab. In charge in the of the nuclear room. weapons. <laughs> let's look at the sun. Anyway, let's let's talk about. You remember, remember we had a very interesting <sighs> episode about the um, the, uh, the semen retention army general. Yeah. I found another... Um, oh, the PPC party is a far-right party. They're anti-vax. They, they're anti-immigration. They're anti... Um, I don't know. Just anti-life. I think they're, they're essentially a death cult. Ironically, um, I think they're probably pro- pro-life. Are they not? Uh... I don't know. Like they would be against abortion. They would be against I'm, choice. Think of something. Think of the nice thing to do, and they'll be against the nice thing to do in any situation. Oh, that's a really good way of putting it. Oh, yeah, I like think, that. think about yeah. think about the nice thing to do in any situation, and they want people to not do those nice things. That would be a really remarkable like supporting someone or welcoming someone. You know what? I w- oh my god. Okay, I remember being in debate class in high school when I was living in Bonavista, Newfoundland which really has nothing to do with the story. It was just an interesting tidbit of information. Um, it's a great name for a place as well. Bonavista. Bonavista is an ama- it feels like that should, there should be a... It's, it's, it means beautiful view. No. Oh. Actually, yeah. But it, and it was beautiful. It has some of the greatest sunsets in the world. Uh, but anyway, I was in debate class. And um, it, yeah, it's just neat how they give you a topic and you have to... like They're like, okay, you are for this topic or against this topic and you have to find logical reasons to be either for or against it no matter how you personally feel about it. And I think it would be fascinating to have like... To bring in some of the, the like, uh, not productive, but fascinating, to, to bring in some of the, uh, the the things that the PPC believes in and give them to someone in a debate class. And it's like, okay, you have to now argue in favor of you know anti-immigration hate. laws, of hate. <laughs> of hate, you know, and stuff like that, and just yeah, see what they come up with yeah, yeah. on a logical level. That would be kind of fascinating to watch. I feel these sorry pe- for the, these I, professional I, arguers, these professional yeah, yeah. debaters, like have to argue in favor of some of these insane policies. I would hate to be in that position though, because you've got to make arguments for really hurtful things. 
But again, that's what I'm saying. It would be fascinating. Maybe not it productive, would, I but mean, fascinating. It, in private, it might be a really good way to build. You wouldn't want to do it live on do it because people are going to keep that video forever. Right. Yeah. But and it, if you ever it, wanted to get it, into it, election, it, like get into a, a like any sort of position of power 20 or 30 years down the road, the cancel culture will come after you. But it could it could be it could be a good way of um, coming up with really good pithy arguments and d- dissecting their argument and coming up with really good retorts by having someone act out and act the, their points of view. It would sharpen people's ability to, sure. to take it on. It's just a weird experiment. I don't, I don't want to go to that. <laughs> You're fun in Bonavista. I'm staying here. So, so my idea of let's take the PPC's uh, hate, hate, uh, and and put it into a debate class and see what these people come up with. That's not for you. I just don't fancy it. it just sounds uncomfortable. But putting cats, I didn't into say blenders. I didn't say that. You, you didn't say turn them off. I that's told true. our listeners you, they shouldn't do it. That's true. All right. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. So and they also shouldn't hate. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, we're talking about the cream of the crop candidates that the the PPC have selected to run. Yeah, the cream of the crop, the absolute. Absolute winners of society that they managed to scrape from the barrel of humanity. To, and, and I'm curious, you know what, Reese? I just just a quick aside. Um, getting to know you uh, as as not only as a friend but as uh, a professional in your field for the past number of years, <clears throat> I'd be curious because clearly you're against hate. Clearly you're against the policies that the PPC are putting out. However, that being said, if we had an opportunity to interview one of these members on our show. Would you do it? I, uh, it, I, I, I think sunlight is the best disinfectant, as they say, but I just don't want to. I just, I just feel dirty given airtime. That's fair. Yeah. It's, right. it's our show. We can do what fuck we want. <laughs> and I just don't want to. I don't know how many. We did start three showers. That's fine because it's a joke. <laughs> these people are actually horrible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, I want to talk about the cream of the crop that All they've right. selected. Yeah, let's do it. Um, this is from pressprogress.ca. It's an article, and it's the headline is "People's Party uh, People's Party Candidate Designed Shootout Video Game Using Cultural Stereotypes and Gay Parades as Targets." So, say this again. What? People's Party Candidate Designed Shootout Video Game Using Cultural Stereotypes and Gay Pride Parades as Targets. Shootout video game. So essentially, it's a it's like a like Doom. It's like a shooting game. Oh you go God, around. There's a fucking term for it. It's called a first-person shooter video game. Yeah, whatever. The terminology I don't correct. know. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shootout. I haven't played game. video games since Pong. Well, the person writing the article could do like there literally ten seconds of research on Google. Describe that candidate. Oh my God, he looks like he looks he looks like a younger no not a younger um who's that fucking guy in Brexit that's like a cartoon character running. The UK right now, or Britain, or whatever. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. He looks like a cartoon character of Boris Johnson, who himself looks like a cartoon character. Like a young Boris Johnson when he was young, and he's got a Make America Great hat on. He's doing the OK sign, which is a far right signal. Is that a far right signal? Yeah, the, the OK sign is one oh, okay. they do secretly do. And he's, and you use it in diving to say you're OK, but he's not diving. He's not wearing scuba gear. Um, he's just being racist. And so this is uh, Mario Greco. And he's a, a candidate in suburban Ontario. And so the, the culture shootout was basically you just shoot in minorities and stereotypes. There's a video game that was created? He created the video game. Oh, so he's smart enough to program a video game, but not smart enough to know not to make that fucking video game? <laughs> exactly. Or to control the urge to make it. Wow. So, and he said he stands by his art. Um, he, said, he said he actually... 
the, 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 he defends the artistic merit of his game and he said it was actually aimed to unite humanity. That's why he created this uh, shooting game. I mean, I got to say, that's, an, that's a really interesting argument. He studied, he studied video game design at the University of Ontario Institute of Technology and was a high school um, computer teacher as well. Um, I mean, <laughs> okay, there's some... Oh, no, no. I, I, Hold on. There's it, some, sorry, there's it, some, it wasn't a first-person some... shooter. It was an arcade-style game. Sorry. Okay, just well, to correct oh, oh, fair enough. I want to be accurate. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so, okay. That's interesting. I don't, I don't condone what he does. But if, if one... How can I word this properly? Um, being a professional asshole, being someone who is evil... Okay, choosing to be evil, choosing to do evil acts, not truly, truly fucking evil. I mean, yeah, that does the case too, but like, I don't want to condone truly fucking evil acts either. But like, being evil, being horrible does band the world together in action more than if they don't, like it's... You mean if someone's got really evil motives, but they present themselves nicely and they... No, 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 just, just evil acts will garner action okay it will it will get band people together okay it will it will it will give the good people of the world something to band together oh, yeah, about yeah. yeah 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 okay and and it's and if you need, that you was need, you need evil people to make pe- good people take action yes and it's weird that that's kind of true okay and it's not always true i'm sure there are good people who who just sit around thinking of good things that they could do and then they go and do those things but evil people will <laughs> garner action from good people and it's and it if that was mario greco's fucking purpose for making this well, so video he, game basically is to, he made it because he wanted every all the nice people to hate him and unite in hate against him and if that is true if that's genuine it's not, it's not if, though if, but hold on if that was genuinely true he's like you know what uh fucking point your fingers at me and call me a bastard and and let's you know just just say what a horrible human being i am and what an awful video game i've made because this will band people together to talk about racism and to talk about equality more than was currently happening. That's kind of next level fucking genius. But that's not what this is. Isn't that what he just said? No. I thought you just, I literally thought you just read that. No, he said it was to unite humanity, but it's not. He's just shooting people. The yeah, idea is you're, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing. And we're pointing, we're talking about how horrible it is. Yeah, but, but also. And how it shouldn't happen. But also he, he's wearing a Make America Great hat and he's doing the racist symbol. I don't think he's some evil, some, some secret, Evil on the outside, secretly good genius, trying to unite people against him. He's just a dick. Okay, that's fair so, enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he claimed his yeah because uh, oh, yeah. So um, he claims his game is meant to end global war and discrimination, and some people were offended. Um, it was it was what um, he th- he said that it was it was meant to end global war and discrimination, and some people were offended. But he said when you shoot those people. They didn't die. They were taken to a place called Happy Land. Um, they're beams of light. Nobody's dying. They're being sent to Happy, light, Happy Land because the goal was to end war and discrimination. So um, that when you're shooting, you're not, you're not shooting them with bullets. You're shooting them with rainbows? Uh, no, but you are shooting minorities and uh, a, a pride parade um, in an effort to end discrimination, apparently. This is just, it's just confusing and weird, and he's just obviously trying to... Defend he's himself. trying to get a rile he's, try, he's trying to defend an undefendable position, essentially. Um, 
uh, and his other, his other quote was, uh, it includes harmless racist jokes. I don't think any racist jokes are harmless, but... Um, yeah, and the game was intended to make a joke about how ridiculous cultural stereotypes are so we can all laugh about it together and move on with our lives. Um, and then he also tweeted saying, the number one ethnicity most most bothered by happy culture shootouts, strangely enough, were white people. Um, he, he, that is ironic if that's true. Because he, went, he asked everyone, and that's how he came up with that data. <laughs> <laughs> and took, he, him, took him a while. Yeah, yeah. He should know. He can immediately identify everything everyone is feeling. <laughs> He's got Cerebro, but just for picking up the fence. <laughs> oh, golly, Jesse, I've got some great news. We've had a fresh delivery from the ad man. Gee whiz, Reese, really from the ad man? Smell them, they're fresh. Oh, ads. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, people can believe what they want of pieces of art. These days, anything could be perceived of racist, especially racist things, <laughs> I would like to add. <laughs> um, I mean, it just sounds like you made this to get a rile out of people, a I rise know, out of people. I know. Rile? Rile, to rile up people and get a rise out of them. There the game go. also had an Israel level, um, and a, fac a faculty member from the school strongly recommended he remove Jewish stereotypes from the game. Um, but what, what that's, a, what that's a, the only thing to remove from the game. What a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, no, get rid of it immediately. Don't have any religious content. I know that could be very, very touchy. Also, racism and homophobia can be touchy. Um, but you, did, you left that in. Um, right. And also he said that state that the, the society is not in a state to accept unconventional games. Uh, he draws parallels with a game called Super Columbine Massacre RPG, which allows players to simulate the 1999 Columbine High School Massacre. Did he make that game? That too? left 13 dead and 21 injured. No, he describes that as a legitimate art form, and he was inspired by that to make this game. That's how fucked up we're talking. Anyway, so, so you can vote for him if you live in suburban Ontario. He's your PPC candidate. Jesus. Cream of the crop. I mean, he's... He's clearly doing this to get a rise out of people. He, he, like, there's, how do I put this? There's the extremely emotionally reactive culture, okay? And, and it feels like he's targeting them because, almost like as a joke, okay? 
from what you said, his game does not include guns that shoot bullets at minorities. It's shooting rainbows at minorities. That no, then no, sends beams them of to, light. Beams of light. That send them to happy to land. To send them to happy land. Right, because he couldn't do guns. He couldn't be directly yet, offensive. Yet he knew he had to get rid of the Israel level because it was anti-Semitic. Right. So he's undermined his own argument. Well, no, I feel like he's, he's trying to... Uh, dance on a very fine line he's not I was like we're not shooting we're not killing people with guns we're shooting beams of light and sending them to happy land and he's doing that because it's it's close enough to guns and it's close enough to killing but it's not and he can back that up and defend himself because he just wants to get a rise out of these out of, out of people that's why yeah, he's yeah. doing well, this he wants people right? like us to to talk about it success <laughs> but also it is a great opportunity to call him a penis so that's true yeah, and you're, I um, I think that you're he, a penis. You're a penis, Mario. <laughs> Mario, you're a penis. You're a penis. You're, this is our retort. Yeah, our very clear. You spent an entire time, a huge amount of time making a video game. We spent five seconds calling you a penis. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna make a video game called Super Mario Penis. His name's Mario. Oh, that's a great. Oh my god. <laughs> but you just—that's essentially making a video game saying that Mario has a super penis. No, no. Um, he he's looking for it because he the, can't find it. Oh, oh, that's good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. No, that's much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make a video game. It's, not... <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, but um, I, I think that this... I, I, do you know what I think? I think he's just quite troubled. And I think that he's... Of course. He's he's clearly being influenced by far-right inf- stuff on the internet and this kind of culture and... um. Uh, yeah, there's another tweet where he said critical race theory is a cancer that needs to die. He's been very... What is, what is critical race theory? It, critical race theory is um, the teaching teaching people within the system, whether you're a police officer or a teacher or prison prison officer, how, the, how systematic racism uh, works within that system. Can so you give an example? Um, so how do I... St- uh, a good example of uh, of that would be how, um, say, how the police in Canada treat indigenous protesters compared to how they would treat white protesters. Okay. Even though they may not be, uh, you know, you, people might not people might not be overtly racist as individuals. Systematically, there's proof that says we covered the episode where they remember they shot two thousand rounds of ammunition. Yeah, and that was horrible. Killed a dog. Whereas yeah. you look at the the. Anti- you mean the, when you say systematic, you mean the like the system. Like the, the system will system. will over, you know they over police. Um, indigenous protests mm. whereas you look at the mask protests outside hospitals mm-hmm. very little police there and they let them carry on yeah okay so it's the system at critical race theory would teach why why that's happening and the idea is to teach people in those systems why the system they're in is racist and how to identify the problems and educate people and that's so it's ter- not it's not an individual it's not saying you're a police officer therefore you're automatically racist no no it's, it's just the, the system that you were a part of is comes a, from a racist era in in the past, and we're still living with the consequences of that structure that we, that was built by people before us. That sounds like a, like a, an important discussion to have for sure. Exactly, yeah. and it is is just it's just teaching people that the, you know it's it's called a critical race theory. It's teaching people those theories and those ideas, and and educating people so they can go ah. Oh, so how how can we as a department do things differently to address mm. address address systematic racism? So, um. The people like the Republicans in the U.S. and a lot of people on the far right, they just think that it's um, attacking them directly, attacking white people, essentially, rather than educating white people 
who predominantly are in positions of power and authority hmm. compared to minorities. So, um, and and yeah, so he's he's clearly been indoctrinated online by some of these dark places on the internet where people are, are radicalized by the far right, essentially. But but therefore, he's allowed to run as a candidate for the PBC, and those are the kind of people that the PBC are drawn to. You know, it's interesting. I had uh, um, uh, there was a friend on Facebook uh, a number of years back who was. Uh, who had an argument or there was, there was some sort of issue she was having with someone from the PPC and it was kind of uh, I don't know, they were not having a great time with them. And I like the fun liberals. I misunderstood. I didn't really understand who the PPC was. I kind of heard of them at the point, at that time, but I didn't really know. And there was a lot of comments, a lot of anger, anger, anger in this, this thread. And I was, and I still am of the the mind that we shouldn't just label point fingers and move on. Even if we have very emotional, strong emotional reactions, we should be uh, more apt to listening and to discussing. And that's how we are going to like f- dividing our country is not helping anybody. Just look at the states, yeah, yeah, right. And so I misunderstood what they were saying. I thought they were saying the PC party progressive conservatives party right which like did yeah, you I, defend the pbcs i didn't defend them as much as i said <laughs> as much i kind of did in it yeah, like yeah. i'm not i'm not for the progressive conservatives right but i was i was like why you know i was like i have friends who are who are in this party i'm talking about the progressive conservatives yeah, yeah. Right? i was like i have conservative friends i didn't say that it's like i have friends who are in this party and like i, I don't know why we can't you know sit down and and talk things out with these people and just maybe hear what they have to say and the the hatred and the emotion the vile vile fucking hatred that flung my way for me suggesting having a conversation with people and then i was like what is where is all this hate coming from this is from my my friend's friends who are you know far left uh and i was like what's going on and then i had to reread everything like oh they think i'm talking about the ppc not the pc and i had to look up who the people's party of canada was and they were so angry with me and then they're like I wrote and I'm like, oh, my bad. I, I didn't mean the PC. I, I didn't mean the PPC. I meant the PC. I misread it. And they were like, oh, oh, it was a misunderstanding. And they were so fucking angry with me, but they couldn't continue to be angry with me because it was literally a a, a misread typo, right? And they, but they wanted to still be angry with me. And, and to me, that's yeah, but, but it, but really it, kind of funny. Like it's it's, there's this like... People, st- even on the far left, people who are who are like being hurt and being, and I can understand why, because you're being hurt and you're being subjected to these horrible racism, uh, you know, uh, to racism and to discrimination and inequality. And I get it, I do. But like, even in that moment, they didn't want to talk with me about what I wanted to talk about, which had nothing to do with what they thought yeah. I wanted to talk about. They just wanted to yell at me. Like, <laughs> and is a is a is a hard like. It's a hard uh, tightrope because you go, these people, like this candidate, for instance, like very hateful things, mm-hmm. you know, celebrating massacres and all this kind of stuff, you know, really dark it's, stuff. Yeah, it's horrible. It's really dark stuff. And they obviously have been radicalized and they obviously need help. So you don't want to like block all those people out completely because you'd like to think there's hope that one day they can, you know, people do get reformed and come out at the other end going, you know, I, I was in a really dark place and mm-hmm. I found solace in, 
in this hateful content and i found i found friendship online with yeah. these people and and, and I the, became part of it that happens all the time you know and i think that is is how how do you how do you kind of like how do you keep the door open for people who want to heal and 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 kind of uh, you know be willing to educate and, and and kind of understand the world in a new way or and how and where do you draw the line where you just shut people off because they're talking absolute nonsense so there is a, i have an answer to that and it's very difficult for people to do especially if you are being directly um affected by hate by racism by inequality by like this it's very difficult to do um and it takes practice okay um and that is to listen to these people. And by listen, I do not mean believe what they have to say. I don't mean give them a platform for the world to hear. I just mean they want to be heard. People who are emotionally charged up on either side of the equation desperately want to be heard, right? And and to just yell back at them never helps. It never it never ever helps. Um I had a friend who who was a Trump supporter and I'm like I I've known this guy for a very long time. And I asked him why and he's like, I'll tell you why. And I just, I just sat there and I listened to him for about half an hour. I didn't list, I didn't believe anything that he had to say, but I listened to him. And at the end of his his spiel to me, he thanked me. He's like, Jesse, thank you for listening to me. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect that. I'm like, no, you're welcome. You know, I, I, I came out the other end not like, and we had a discussion. We had a more civil discussion about it afterwards. But like once. So like, yeah, these people who, who are probably greatly misinformed, you know, and are probably very hurting and hurt people hurt others. People who are hurt tend to hurt other people. I've, I've heard that a lot and I believe that's to be true. If you have enough strength, mental and emotional strength, to listen to these people who are lashing out at the world and doing so in hateful, bigoted ways, if you know someone like this... Um, who's an old friend or just someone in your your circle of friends and you have the strength to sit down and listen to them that doesn't mean you have to believe what they have to say just let them feel heard from that point on then it's it's there's a you are in a much much stronger position to have a civil discussion where ideas can be exchanged and perhaps new ideas can be learned that's a great I didn't expect you to say that. Thanks, man. Yeah, well done. <laughs> That's amazing. But it's true. I think. I think that, like, it's so we. They, the reason they're so angry is they're so used to being shut down and shouted back at that yeah. they think they have to be so aggressive and throw these counter arguments. Once they run out of all that and they they vented, yeah, they yeah. just go. Anyway, let's talk about. That. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so um, I mean, the the other scary thing. I wanted to raise is the fact that the PPC have been polling higher than the Green Party. That is terrifying. So they, there's a sizable, but not surprising. The no, Green Party has not had a great track no, record. I think it's like marketing it's themselves. Been, it's been up to like eight <laughs> percent in the polls. Well, also, I mean, it kind of which, which 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 if you if you were going to get, if we're talking about straight up marketing. I mean, the PPC is going to have way more like uh, power as far as. Um, What's the word I'm good for? Like, oh my god, did you hear what this person said? Like, uh, yeah. shock value. Well, right? also, also as well, like the the thing you find, like Brexit. A lot of people came out to vote for Brexit who didn't normally vote. They were a lot of non-voters who never voted in their lives came forward to vote. Wow, um, because it was something that had never been talked about in the main political kind of discourse before, and then suddenly someone introduced it. So. What you find is, especially with the anti-vax movement and the pandemic, is that some of those people, you know, 
Maxime Bernier has been the anti-vax politician and the most high-profile anti-vax politician who was once a serious front uh, front runner for um, the, the leadership of the Conservative Party. So he's a very nationally known figure and has become a, a rallying point as an individual for, for all these disparate far-right anti-vax movements. And it's probably bringing people out of the woodwork who haven't voted because they believe in all these conspiracies and he's there going, yeah. I'm on your side, so um, what you find... I'm not saying that he's going to win and bring enough voters out to vote, but what, but it, 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 he, it's like a rallying cry, essentially, for people who are on who, who used to be on the fringes. They now have a mainstream candidate, or someone who used to be a mainstream candidate yeah. on their side. And just to, just to kind of go back to my point, but like I'll go on to Instagram here in Nova Scotia uh, when Dr. Strang... Uh, makes an announcement or our, our new premier makes an announcement about, you know, vaccine passports or, or what have you. And it's, you know, I'll read the comments and the comments is just this giant angry shouting area. And there's people, there's anti-vaxxers who come on and call everyone sheep. And then there's people who respond to those anti-vaxxers calling them fucking idiots and shit like that. This doesn't help anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just, and also, like, shouting at people online. Oh, that's kind of stupid in, in and of it, itself, it, honest if, to God. If you, yeah, if it's you not going to help a thing. If you spend all evening arguing with people on Facebook, yeah. you, you've wasted a whole evening. You really have. Go, go, on, go on Amazon Prime, watch The Boys, or go on Netflix and watch, I don't know. Um, what's good on Netflix at the moment, Jesse? Uh, I'm watching, as I said, I'm watching New Girl, which is old. On oh, New Girl? Watch it's New fantastic. Girl. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. It's oh, a great show. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> just that's better than arguing online because nobody wins. No. You no just wins. go to bed angry and going, oh, they replied while I was asleep. So they have the final word. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, this has been fun. Yeah. And depressing. And <laughs> so um, if, it's if the nature of our show. Look up the uh, interesting backstory of your PPC candidate locally and um uh yeah yeah chances are they might believe and say things that are scary you know uh, yeah uh, so our call our call to action so our we had a call to action where we asked people to leave a review and then take a screenshot of that review and then send us an email of the screenshot of that review and then ask us for a personalized ringtone. That didn't work out. That was a lot of work asking people to do just. And so I feel like we could simplify that. I just want to see if personalized ringtones is something that people in the show notes of this particular episode, we're just going to leave our email address to click on. Yeah. Okay. And just, so like it's when whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, okay, you don't have to leave a review. It's just going to be right in the show notes. Just scroll down, click on the email and say, I want a personalized uh, ringtone. And we'll just send you, we'll send, we'll send you one. That's it. Yeah, That's, perfect. Yeah, we don't have, we're not even asking for anything in return. Just, no. I just want to see if this is something that people want. Do you want ringtones? Do you want a ringtone? If you want a ringtone, we'll do your ringtone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And also 20th, go and vote and then go and exercise democratic right and then join us. Yes. For a live stream covering the, we'll, we'll, we'll count all the votes personally and we'll be doing it uh, live and there'll be chicken and greasy fingers and it'll be wonderful. And again, uh, if you if you want to sponsor your product or company, just let us know and we'll do it. Yeah, just dump a load just, of stuff just, at my office and we'll, <laughs> we'll drink it and eat it and wear it. And we totally whatever. will. <laughs> Even if it's experimental like tanning cream, we'll put do it on live. Do you have a bar of soap that you sell? We'll washers with it yeah, live yeah. on the air like just we'll <laughs> test your products this is a, the miracle bar of soap that doesn't sting your eyes we'll do it live on air race will put soap in his eyes i'll rub miracle soap in my eyes yeah someone should invent that <laughs> thanks everyone for bye. listening <laughs> bye
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 